Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate y'all joining me and giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have a million things that you could be doing. And so I'm grateful that you spend a little bit of it here with me. And I hope that it makes the day maybe go a little bit smoother. And as we say in the Marine Corps, add some tools to your toolbox. And I hope it helps the nation, even if just a little bit. That'll be worth it. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, I would feel remiss if I didn't tell you thank you. You continue to help the podcast to grow. So thank you for telling others about it. For those of y'all that have joined over on Patreon and are financially supporting the podcast, I'm incredibly grateful for y'all as well. So thank you. Not a whole lot going on. I think we're going to do a, go back to our, based on (laughs) a little bit of sermon from my pastor this weekend. We may go back to priorities, do one of those podcasts, or we may just kind of mix it in over the next couple days. We'll see. Father, thank you for this time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it and share it. Thank you for living in America. Thank you for the numerous blessings that you have bestowed on us, both as individuals and as a nation. Forgive us our sins. Again, both individually and as a nation, forgive us for turning our back on you, for not trusting you more. Heal our land. Help us to seek you with all that we are. To seek your kingdom and righteousness first. To love our neighbors as ourselves. Guide our steps, Father, and guide those who lead us. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So, I think we talked about this at some point. Uh, maybe last week, this week, or I can't remember when, but one of the things I've gotten hit on recently online has been, uh, you know, that our founders were deist at best uh, and really secular, wanted to focus on the, you know, Roman Republic, secular, pagan, certainly didn't want Christianity anywhere near our government institutions, personal lives even. And one of the ones that that I've particularly had a couple people comment on was Washington. And there's a number of quotes that, and and actions of his that openly, easily refute him wanting to get away from God and Jesus Christ. But I thought maybe one of the best things would be to go back and look at his personal prayer book 
and it's longer than we can read through even in a couple days, which we may spend a couple days on it, which tells you something in and of itself. But I thought that might give us just a little insight, and we've read through some of these before, but that goes back to, again, the Marine Corps and muscle memory, and these are things that we need to come back to every so often. The more you do it, the more readily you have it, just like the Bible tells us to teach these things, to have them ready in our hearts and minds, the commands of God, the words of God. So this is from Washington's personal prayer book, which consisted of 24 pages in his field notebook. Sunday morning. These are broken down by day, and uh, and so we'll read a couple today and maybe a couple tomorrow. We won't get through all of them. Almighty God and most merciful Father, who didst command the children of Israel to offer a daily sacrifice to thee, that thereby they might glorify and praise thee for thy protection both night and day. Receive, O Lord, my morning sacrifice, which I now offer up to thee. I yield thee humble and hearty thanks that thou hast preserved me from the dangers of the night past and brought me to the light of this day, and the comfort thereof, a day which is consecrated to thine own service and for thine own honor. Can't help but note her, folks, already, you know, he's talking God, the Father, Jesus Christ, because he refers to Israel. It talks about daily sacrifice in the Old Testament. And, and he starts by giving God thanks just, just for surviving the night. You know, we've become a country that's so opulent, so blessed, that often we don't tell God thank you for the simple things. You know, the fact that we wake up in the morning. The fact that we have running clean water, most of us in the country. The fact that we have hot water is some, <laughs> something that after uh, being overseas with the Marine Corps, I, I just, I don't think I will ever cease to not, cease to be thankful for hot water and clean sheets, just as a personal note, but <laughs> Just surviving the night, Washington tells God thank you for, and he, and he tells him specifically, he talks about Sunday, since this is Sunday, a day to serve God and to honor God. So, I mean, already, even if I just stop there, folks, you see, and there's, there's just so many examples, but this prayer book really shows you it was his own personal prayer book. And if you know much about Washington, if you've read very much, and I've read a little bit, he was a very private man. He didn't share. He didn't make friends easily, real friends, true friends. Uh, and so this kind of gives you an insight into his character and and his his heart, where he really was, that you don't, 
see from other sources outside of him and also certainly that you don't get from all the people today that claim to know so much about the founding of our country that show that they know so little. Let my heart, therefore, gracious God, be so affected with the glory and majesty of it that I may not do mine own works, but wait on thee and discharge those weighty duties thou require of me. And since thou art a God of pure eyes, and will be sanctified in all who draw nearer to thee, who dost not regard the sacrifice of fools, nor hear sinners who tread in thy courts, pardon, I beseech thee, my sins, remove them from thy presence, as far as the east is from the west, and accept of me for the merits of thy Son, Jesus Christ. That when I come into thy temple and compass thine altar, my prayer may come before thee as incense. And as I desire, desire thou wouldst hear me calling upon thee in my prayers. So give me peace to hear the calling on me in thy word, that it may be wisdom, righteousness, reconciliation, and peace to the saving of my soul in the day of the Lord Jesus. A couple of references to the Bible, uh, removing sins as far as the east is from the west. Somewhere else I saw sacrifice doesn't regard the sacrifice of fools or hear sinners. You know, the Bible talks about that pretty explicitly, that God doesn't hear the prayers uh, when we have something between us and him. The, the great news for Christians is that if we repent of those sins because of the blood of Jesus Christ, that that wipes the slate clean. Doesn't mean, folks, and, and this is just a little side note here, Jesus Christ, the forgiveness that we, we can expect from Christ, from having faith in Christ, doesn't mean that there are not consequences for our earthly actions. Uh, our pastor spoke about that pretty explicitly this weekend as far as divorce. You know, God and Jesus Christ were very clear on divorce and the catastrophe that comes with it. That by no means says that you can't be reconciled to God if you're divorced or if you've married someone who's divorced. But there's going to be consequences for those actions. There's going to be heartache. There's going to be pain. And, and catastrophically so. And... So Washington here, you know, he talks specifically about how does he get right with God? What does he say? This is the Washington, the father of our country that supposedly, along with all the other founders, didn't want God to have anything to do with the country. And says, the, accept me for the merits of thy son, Jesus Christ. And then again, that thy word, that it may be wisdom, righteousness, reconciliation, and peace to the saving of my soul in the day of the Lord Jesus. So he obviously refers, he's talking about Jesus Christ, 
And so that shows you all these times when our founders are talking about providence and God. They're talking about God, the Father, and Jesus Christ, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. No one else. And they include all, dominate, all denominations of Christianity, and they exclude all other faiths. And that sounds uh, harsh to a lot of people, and a lot of people would, some of y'all that listen, I'm sure I'm going to get some comments, but we've talked about it frequently. Our country was never founded in such a way to elevate other false religions to equality with Christianity. You have the religious freedom to choose to serve God, choose to serve no God, or choose to serve a false God. But that in no way diminishes the responsibility we have as citizens of America to follow those principles of Jesus Christ in our national government, constitution, declaration, institutions. Grant that I may hear it with reverence, receive it with meekness, mingle it with faith, and that it may accomplish in me, gracious God, the good work for which thou hast sent it. Bless my family, kindred, friends, and country. Be our God and guide this day and forever for his sake, who lay down in the grave and arose again for us. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. That line right there puts an ill in the coffin, folks, as far as Washington not wanting God to be involved in the country. Bless my family, kindred, friends, and country. Be our God and guide this day and forever. For his sake, Jesus Christ's sake. So he includes country in that, just as we should. You, you, you find founder after founder, common after common, even from the ones that were supposedly completely uh, deistic or agnostic. You know, you talk somebody like Franklin, and Franklin's the one that basically brought everybody back to the table at the Constitutional Convention, wanting to know why we opened prayer all the time during the war. And now when we're trying to develop this Constitution, and we can't, and it's gotten so bad that some of the states are leaving, the delegates are leaving, why have we not turned to God at the opening of each session to guide us? And even if Franklin didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, that's all the more condemning, folks. You take Jefferson and Franklin, although Jefferson's hard to, to get around because he specifically talks about being a follower of Christ in the truest sense of the manner. So that's, that's a hard one to, to buy that he didn't have some personal relationship with Christ or, or want one at least. But even if they didn't, that's all the more condemning because they knew that worldview that fixed them, they knew how important it was to the nation to turn to God. That's the comment I've gotten often with uh, when I quote Woodrow President Wilson on this being born a Christian nation and people talk about how horrible President Wilson was, and I'm not sure that I buy that, but if he is, then that's all the more condemning of your stance, because that means even a bad man 
knows that this nation was born Christian and needs to be Christian in order to function. Sunday evening, O most glorious God, in Jesus Christ, my merciful and loving Father, I acknowledge and confess my guilt in the weak and imperfect performance of the duties of this day. I have called on thee for pardon and forgiveness of sins. Let me live according to those holy rules which thou hast this day prescribed in thy holy word. Make me to know what is acceptable in thy sight, and therein to delight. Open the eyes of my understanding, and help me thoroughly to examine myself concerning my knowledge, faith, and repentance. Increase my faith and direct me to the true object, Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Bless, O Lord, all the people of this land, from the highest to the lowest, particularly those whom thou hast appointed to rule us in church and state. Continue thy goodness to me this night. These weak petitions I humbly implore thee to hear, accept and answer for the sake of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs> Come on, folks. Uh, I'm laughing, and it's a bitter laugh, though, that we have even, that we ever even allowed separation of church and state, as Washington talks about here, seeking God's guidance for our leaders, both in state and church. Our founders wanted separation of church and state in the sense that they didn't want the state controlling the church, but they obviously desperately wanted God and Jesus Christ, the faith in our state, in our government, in our institutions. I, I cannot help but say this again, folks, just because somebody has some letters before or after their name, PhD or MD or anything else, lawyers, whatever, a, first off, it doesn't make them a good person. Hitler, it would be hard to argue, wasn't pretty dang brilliant when it came to certain aspects of military of war. But he obviously was not a good man. So, so A, just because somebody's really bright doesn't make them good. Just like because somebody's really rich doesn't make them good. Just like because somebody's really stupid or poor, that doesn't make them good either. Our actions tell us, they tell the world who we are, what our character is, right? But just because you have some fancy letters or a fancy degree from any college, anywhere, doesn't make you infallible. The Supreme Court decision on separation of church and state should never have been followed. There should have been attorneys general or governors or somebody across the entire nation that said, no, no, not here. And do you really think that they would have come in and attacked that state for following God based on our history? <laughs> no. And yet here we are. And the same thing with Roe v. Wade. Never, ever, should the states have acquiesced 
to such an evil and immoral law. And we're going to go back pretty soon. It's about time and do another series of days on the sermon uh, from Pastor Mayhew back in the middle of the 17th or 18th century that that really kind of lit a fire for the revolution, talking about how Christians had a responsibility to follow godly laws and magistrates and, and officers, but they also had a responsibility not to follow evil laws. We'll come back tomorrow, folks, and read some more of these Washington prayers. It's really phenomenal stuff. I hope y'all got a lot out of it, both just for our nation and and for us personally, each one of us, right? Gives us an idea maybe of, of our priorities being out of line, which we'll talk about pretty soon, too. It's just overwhelming the number of things to talk about. Father, bless these people. Guide them through the day. Bless our nation. Bless each of us. Bless our families, Lord. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Talk to y'all real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.